HomeSense is taking home shopping in a new direction. One where every aisle leads to savings and every week leads to more. More bold throw pillows, mirrors. Wait, this accent chair's only how much? Okay, HomeSense. Standout pieces, outstanding prices. Welcome to Ecenta Stories, recorded in bedrooms, living rooms, closets, and balconies in quarantine around the world. In each short standalone piece, artists, writers, creators, podcasters, and more answer the question, what do you want to hear when this pandemic is over? I'm your host this week, Chiara Santella. Before we begin, we wanted to share some news with you. Hi, I'm Lori Martinez, founder of Studio Ochenta and executive producer of Miha Podcast. Jumping into your feed here to share some big news. At Studio Ochenta, we're all about raising voices across cultures and telling stories from diverse perspectives around the world. That's why I'm excited to share our latest production with our listeners, Miha Podcast Season 3. An audio drama that tells the story of one Muslim Egyptian family's journey from Alexandria to London and New York. You can listen to Miha Podcast in English, Spanish, or Arabic versions over at ochentastudio.com slash mihapodcast. And now, on with the show. This week's episode is a note to hope. Bella guides us through her experience of being a freshman during this challenging year. She shares her fears, expectations, and thoughts with admirable confidence. She creates a space in which people can feel again the beauty of dreaming. The story, originally produced in English, has been translated into French, and you can hear that version later on in the episode. And now, with no further ado, Class 2020, by Bella Drachman. The summer before my freshman year of college was a glorious summer. I created a social bubble with my friends from high school and went on many outdoor adventures. As a final hurrah to our summer of freedom, we huddled together in my friend's eight-person tent, parked in her backyard as we prepared for an early awakening to watch the sunrise over Lake Michigan. The 4 a.m. alarm clock wakes us and all we see is complete darkness. Once we arrive at the lake and settle on the rocks, the brilliant reds, pinks, and yellows of the sunrise warm our faces as we bask in the golden light. This last sunrise is a goodbye for us and a symbol of new beginnings. As for me, despite everything, I was excited by the promises of some socially distanced in-person classes and the hopes that I would make some friends who I could go on adventures with in New York City, even in a pandemic. But my college pulled housing less than a month before I was supposed to move into my dorm. I was shocked. After being stripped of the final illustrious moments of my senior year, How could I lose my freshman year of college as well? After a week of combing through apartment listings, I was fortunate enough to find an apartment in New York City in which I would live with three other freshmen. At least I would have three friends. Little did I know that I would grow to call them my family. 
In the days prior to leaving, my childhood bedroom slowly lost evidence of the 18 years I had spent within it. I removed photos from high school from my walls, pillows and sheets from my bed, and pens and pencils from my desk. A pile grew in my room full of the materials I would bring to New York. A pile of fear grew in my chest at the same time. My father and I drove 12 hours from my home city of Chicago. As the rain came down in buckets from the night sky, I moved into my apartment and began my new life. The apprehension was still present, but I began to think, maybe it'll be okay. When my roommates all arrived, we just clicked. It was like we were long-lost sisters who needed to tell each other everything that we had missed in each other's lives. Our first night together, we sat on the floor of our living room that had no furniture, except for the fuzzy blanket we were using as a makeshift rug and the unstable table that sat in the corner. This table would be where we had our first family dinners together. It was where I was able to find solace in a time without physical connections during my college experience. We slowly filled our living room with furniture and eventually we scrolled through dating apps, marveling at the audacity some boys had to make comments that just left us speechless. We walked around the streets of New York, sometimes taking the subway uptown instead of downtown, but always ending up where we were supposed to be. They were my best friends in this scary city. However, it was still easy to feel alone. There were many nights when I sat on my bed in the corner of my room, just thinking about what was happening in the apartments above below and next to me. I could hear music creeping into my room through my windows and footsteps from above me. Yet here I was all alone with only my blankets to comfort me. No one in this city seemed to get me like my friends did back home. Socially distanced socializing is hard, but in time I was able to find solace in my classmates who I have only met online. We have bonded through the TikToks we send to each other and the occasional Zoom calls we have. We revel in the thought that we will soon be all together, cramming ourselves into our dorms, only a knock away. This gives me hope for a future where we can all finally be together without the worry of spreading a deadly disease. It gives me hope that I am able to make friends even if I have never breathed the same air as them, or even know how tall they are. As college students, we will be the next leaders of the world. The class of 2020 went through countless losses. However, those losses have made us stronger. We may be separated right now, sharing our laughs only between the Zoom rectangles, 
but we will be reunited soon, vaccinated and smiling. We know that despite challenges, beauty can always be found in the darkest of times. We know that when we are burdened by the loss of physical touch or the distractions that present themselves during online classes, that there is a light at the end of the tunnel and laughs to be had while we are in the tunnel. We are the class of 2020. We are the generation of college students who lost some of the best years of their lives because of the pandemic. We are the people who will lead the world with perseverance and an open mind. Class 2020 by Bella Drachman in French. L'été qui a précédé ma première année à l'université était un magnifique été. Avec la bande d'amis que je m'étais faite au lycée, on a passé notre temps dehors à vivre mille aventures. Pour couronner en beauté notre été de liberté, on s'était tous réunis un soir, blottis les uns contre les autres dans une tente de huit personnes, installés dans le jardin d'une amie. On se préparait pour aller voir le lever du soleil le lendemain au-dessus du lac Michigan. À 4 heures du matin, quand la sonnerie retentit, il faisait encore nuit noire. Une fois arrivé au lac, on s'est installé sur les rochers, nos visages tournés vers la lumière dorée de l'aube. Les couleurs étincelantes du lever de soleil, rouge, rose et jaune, nous réchauffaient le visage. Ce dernier lever de soleil, c'était comme un au revoir pour nous, et un symbole de nouveau départ. Quant à moi, malgré tout, j'étais excitée par les promesses de quelques cours à distance et par l'espoir de me faire de nouveaux amis avec qui je pourrais vivre de nouvelles aventures, même en temps de pandémie. Mais moins d'un mois avant la date prévue de mon arrivée au campus, l'université a annulé mon logement universitaire. J'étais en état de choc. J'avais été privée des moments les plus mémorables de ma dernière année de lycée. Comment est-ce que je pouvais aussi perdre l'opportunité de vivre ma première année d'université Pendant une semaine, j'ai écumé les annonces d'appartements et j'ai finalement eu la chance de trouver un appartement à New York en coloc avec trois autres premières années. Je me suis dit qu'au moins, je me ferai trois nouvelles amies. J'étais loin d'imaginer qu'elle deviendrait une véritable famille. Les jours précédant mon départ, la chambre dans laquelle j'avais passé toute mon enfance s'est vidée petit à petit des traces des 18 dernières années. J'ai retiré les photos du lycée des murs, les coussins et les draps de mon lit, et les stylos et les crayons de mon bureau. Dans ma chambre, j'ai vu grossir une pile de choses que je contenais emmener à New York. Au même moment, c'est une pile de craintes que je sentais grossir dans ma poitrine. Avec mon père, on est parti de Chicago et on a roulé pendant 20 heures. Dans la nuit, sous des trompes de pluie, j'ai emménagé dans mon appartement et commencé ma nouvelle vie. J'avais encore peur, mais j'ai commencé à me dire « Peut-être que ça va aller, en fait. Okay. » okay. 
Et quand mes colloques sont arrivés, on s'est tout de suite bien entendu. C'était comme si on était sœurs, qu'on ne s'était pas vus depuis longtemps et qu'on devait rattraper toutes les choses qu'on ne s'était pas dites. Lors de notre première réunion ensemble, on s'est assise par terre dans le salon. Il n'y avait d'ailleurs aucun meuble à part le canapé tout pelucheux qu'on utilisait comme un tapis et une table toute bancale dans un coin. Cette table, c'était celle sur laquelle on aurait nos premiers repas de famille, tout ensemble. Pendant mon année d'université, une année entière où on était privés de connexion physique, c'est là que je venais trouver du réconfort. Petit à petit, on a meublé le salon. On scrollait les applications de rencontres et on lisait ensemble les commentaires de certains gars dont certains étaient tellement audacieux qu'ils nous laissaient sans voix. On se baladait à travers New York, parfois en prenant le métro dans le mauvais sens. Mais on finissait toujours par arriver là où on était censé être. Elles étaient mes meilleures amies dans cette ville effrayante. N'empêche, il était toujours assez facile de se sentir seul. Il y avait beaucoup de nuits où je m'asseyais sur mon lit dans le coin de ma chambre et je pensais à ce qu'il pouvait se passer dans les appartements, au-dessus, au-dessous ou à côté d'une autre. Je pouvais entendre de la musique à travers ma chambre, à travers ma fenêtre ou à quelques mètres juste au-dessus de moi. Et pourtant j'étais là, toute seule, avec ma couverture comme seule compagnie. Personne dans cette ville ne semblait vraiment pouvoir me comprendre, autant que mes amis chez moi. Se faire des amis à distance, c'est difficile. Mais avec le temps, j'ai réussi à me lier d'amitié avec mes camarades de classe que je n'ai vus pourtant qu'en ligne. On apprend à se connaître à travers les TikTok qu'on s'envoie et parfois les calls Zoom qu'on organise. On pense tous au moment où on pourra se retrouver en vrai, où on s'entassera dans les dortoirs, juste à une porte de distance les uns des autres. Penser à ce futur où l'on pourra enfin être tous ensemble, sans avoir à se soucier de ne pas répandre une maladie mortelle, ça me donne de l'espoir. Penser que j'ai pu me faire de nouveaux amis à distance, sans avoir jamais respiré le même air ou savoir quelle taille ils font, ça me donne de l'espoir. La promo 2020, elle a été privée de beaucoup de choses, mais ces privations, elles nous ont rendus plus forts. On a beau être séparés pour le moment, partager nos rires qu'à travers des rectangles sur Zoom, on sera bientôt réunis, vaccinés et souriants. On sait que malgré les challenges, on peut trouver de la beauté dans les moments les plus difficiles. On sait que quand on subit la perte des contacts physiques ou les tentations de distraction pendant les cours en ligne, il y a de la lumière au bout du tunnel et il y a toujours des rires à partager dans le tunnel. On est la promo 2020. On est la génération d'étudiants qui avons perdu certaines de nos plus belles années à cause de la pandémie. Mais on est de ceux qui dirigeront le monde avec persévérance et un esprit ouvert. Thank you for listening to Achanta Stories. This story was written by Bella Drachman. Bella is a freshman at Barnard College intending on majoring in English and Human Rights. When she's not finding her new favorite restaurant, Bella can be found in her kitchen or writing her next article for the Columbia Daily Spectator, her campus, or Antap New York. You can follow her on Instagram at bella.drachman and on Twitter at bella underscore drachman. The sound design of the piece was made by me, Chiara Santella. The French version of the story was voiced by Melanie Hong. You can hear Melanie in the second season of Mia Podcast, our award-winning drama series about immigrant families. Melanie voices Mia, la Parisienne. 
a young woman of Franco-Vietnamese Chinese origin who shares her family's journey to Paris. Listen to season two of Mia on acentastudio.com slash miapodcast. If you like what you heard, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts in whatever language you choose. Follow us over at Acenta Podcast on Twitter and Instagram for updates. You can find transcripts and learn more about the project over at docentastudio.com slash docentastories. If you're enjoying our show, we recommend listening to How to Talk to Mommy and Poppy About Anything, a weekly podcast for adult children of immigrants, featuring real-life scenarios and practical, professional advice to help them with difficult but necessary conversations. Popular topics include raising children, money, toxic relatives, coming out, religion, and systematic racism. No subject is off limits. How to talk to mommy and papi about anything comes at a time when immigrants and their adult children's family dynamics are testing the American concepts of boundaries, independence, even adulthood. Find it on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and listen on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and everywhere you get your podcast. Head to talktomommypapi.com to learn more. With fast funding up to $10,000 available through net credit, our online application process was designed to get the money you need quickly if approved. You can borrow an amount that meets your needs and repay in a way that works for your financial situation. And we report on-time payments to credit bureaus so you can build credit history as you repay. See what net credit can do for you today. Check your eligibility without affecting your credit score at netcredit.com. All net credit loans and lines of credit are offered by a member of the net credit family of companies or one of our lending partners. Visit netcredit.com slash partners for more information.